when I get to the city. My tears will all be dry. Baby, don't go. Baby, please don't go. Baby, please don't go. By Barry That's my White. favorite Sonny and Cher song. I don't even know Baby, Please Don't Go. What? Big hit. Really? John, you like it, don't you? Oh, yeah. That's I, I love that song. That's I wonder who song. wrote it. The only one they I know is it looks uh, probably Sonny. I can look that Are we up. on the air? I got you, babe. That's the only Sonny and Cher song I know. Really? By the time I get to the city, my tears will all Listen be Listen to you. Dry. You know the whole thing. I was always put off by how mean she was to him on that show they had together. Man, she was mean. Well, she had to have some kind of role. Did, uh, did they ever sing any? Are we um, doing this right now? Did they ever sing any Barry White songs? <laughs> because... Uh, I never said the word wheelchair with so sexy of a voice. <laughs> oh, wow. This, uh, that, I, my was, nipples are Are hard. we recording? Yeah. That was weird. Well, this is... Oh, we got to add... No. no edit we'll, that we'll out. All that yeah, out. Don't be That's saving that stuff, Larry. Start That's over. Bonus stuff. Written, uh, written by Sonny Bono, Joe. Sonny wrote that? Yeah, well, he wrote Sonny. a lot of this stuff. Yeah. It was pretty good. Does anybody know Sonny the date Bono. today? I'm filling out I'm going to do it right now, Kenny. This is Garage Logic Podcast number 74, January 9, 19... Uh, January 9, 2019. Join the millennium. That's right. It was 54 degrees on this day in 2003. And uh, back when uh, it was really cold in the old pioneer days, it was 30 below in 1875. Yes. Ace Hardware Stores brings you this podcast. I hope you get there and get your ice melt and your ice choppers. Indeed, because someday <laughs> it's going to get hot. <laughs> and now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse... On the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. This is going to be all day, isn't it, Rook? No, it isn't, because you're going to be here. Uh, did anyone watch the president's speech last night? No, I did. I did yes. Yes. John, you I did, did, and I, I did. did. I as lasted, a family. As a family. I lasted five minutes. Well, I it only lasted it. eight, yeah, it Chris. You could have right. taken well, it. Well, I wouldn't even say that. Then I, maybe a minute I couldn't Kenny? take it. It was eight minutes? Yes. That's yeah. it? Yeah. No, Curse of Oak Island is on on Tuesday Which is the night. most <laughs> worthless reality-based TV show I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Gold? A gold coin in the swamp? Where do you rate that with The Bachelor? I don't know anything about The Bachelor. Oh. John, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, Sanibel Jim was on to it. When yeah. Schumer and Pelosi came yeah. on, he said it looked like his parents when he came home very late in high school. Yes, and then, exactly. then other emailers weighed in, and you know what it was? It was American Gothic by Grant Wood. Yep. It was the two old farm people standing with the pitchfork. <laughs> yep. You're right. Yep. You're right. The, look at here. Here's the picture. I saw the, it the on guy Twitter. even looked a little bit like Schumer. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. The woman does not look like Pelosi, but their stoic faces look like American Gothic, which oh. of course is the famous 1930 painting by Grant Wood. It's in the collection of the Art Institute of Chicago. Uh, Wood was inspired to paint what is now known as the American Gothic house in Eldon, Iowa along with the kind of people I fancied should live in that house. It depicts a farmer standing beside a woman who has been interpreted to be his sister. Oh, hmm. weird. So in any event, yeah, uh, Schumer and uh, Pelosi looked absolutely hilarious. <laughs> he absolutely. had that shoulder thing where he looked like, <laughs> now without the world will be ours. <laughs> it, was just, it did not ring well with me. Uh, well... 
What we about did a lot the of fact uh, checking, didn't we? What about the Democratic response? Anybody uh, watch that? What do you think that's, I just that's talked what we're about? Just talking about? I mean, yeah. what did they say? Who cares? Uh, they looked like American Gothic. <laughs> they said uh, what you'd predict. Them. I thought I'm going to give Schumer a point, John. Yeah, I'm going to give Schumer a point. Okay. Get, put the government back to work, mm-hmm. and then worry about and, and start negotiating yeah. on, the, on the wall. Then. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's it's probably not wise policy to try to get your uh, causes through by shutting the government down. Yeah. Could so why say- not why not open the government, get these people who are furloughed their paychecks, and then take this up in committee like you're supposed to. Bing mm-hmm. bang boom, it's a boom. Uh yes. But also remember the fact that these, all these knuckleheads went to Washington to do stuff. They're not doing anything right now. They're just bickering. It's the same old stuff. That's the frustrating part. And I think the Democrats pointing the finger at President Trump, that could really backfire on We're that. short of adults. We're short of adults. I'm just trying to hear myself talk. Yeah, Kenny's looking at you with gleam in his eye. It's really weird. Are you hitting on him right now? So. Do you have a terrible cold? Uh, I, yeah, I'm not, I don't feel bad. I just have that, I have the berry voice. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not coughing up anything mm-hmm. gross. We have <laughs> the you. first groin kick of 2019. The first groin kick of 2019. Right. Does that bear, uh, your song, I wonder, or, uh, we can't use your song every time there's an, that was for the groiny awards, well, but it really groin- wasn't awards. Wasn't we just awards. cited the, cited but this the could groinies. be the kickoff for 2019 yeah, yeah, if you, I if you have a hear song. It again. Uh, Cause I don't think Kenny or Johnny were able to hear it last no, week. I didn't hear it. Oh, uh, you didn't hear the groinies song? When we did no. the groinies. Oh. I'll have it ready here. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure you will. Right. Hit play. And let's go. Yep. Here we go. And we're going to roll it's up. quite a bit of production. I uh, want to know what the... There's no groinies like our groinies like our groinies we know. Sometimes they are a little shorter. Sometimes groinies can be very long. What? If you say it on the radio, we'll put it into a song. We'll put it into a song. Thank you. Thank you. No, wow. no production. Uh, dollar was was spared for that. <laughs> this is the first groiny of 2019. Mm. What's today? January. That makes me nine. uncomfortable. Groiny. That, that, that Where have you doesn't... been? We've been doing them for a year. <laughs> One nine nineteen. First groiny of the year to promote gender equity. California governor's wife will not use the term first lady. <laughs> In a bid to promote gender equality, Jennifer Seibel Newsom, the wife of newly elected California Governor Gavin Newsom, shockingly enough a Democrat, has changed her Twitter uh, to state that she is first partner of California. According to KABC-TV, Jennifer Newsom said that she thought that the title first partner was more inclusive than first lady. Oh, my God. The move is a much... It's a, it's a groin kick. I know, but it just... Uh, up, up, this uh, move is part of a larger trend for Newsom. She is a longtime proponent of re-examining gender roles and has made two documentary films on that topic, Misrepresentation, oh. which covers the under-representation of influential women by the media, and The Mask You Live In, which argues that traditional masculinity is detrimental to boys. Oh, God. <laughs> she is working on a new film called The Great American Lie, about income and inequality in America. She is also the founder and CEO of the Representation Project, the group that focuses on gender stereotypes and social injustices. Uh, Gavin and Jennifer married in 08 after meeting two years prior. They have 
for children together, which I take it to mean they might have children with other people. When they oh. say they, the two have four children together, okay. possibly they have kids with uh, other spouses. Uh, Jennifer uh, Jennifer Newsom uh, wishes uh, the governor uh, has promised to use his position as governor to advance progressive policies and to do his best to counter the work of the Trump administration. There is an administration in Washington hostile to California values and interests, he said during his inauguration speech. The world is waiting on us and we will seize the moment. Newsom told the Californians that the state would offer an alternative to the corruption and incompetence in the White House. Our government will be progressive, principled, and always on the side of the people. Jennifer Newsom, congratulations. First groiny of the year. You're no longer the first lady. You're the first partner. That deserves this. Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Ow. Let's throw another one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, How far away are we from doing away with feminine and masculine names? Uh, we're there. It's it's already happening. I mean, where you can only name your child, uh, in a, for lack of a better word, um, not ambiguous, uh, androgynous Neutral? names. Pat, like Pat, or oh. you know, like that'll. No, not, that, that wouldn't surprise me in the least that that would be coming. That would not surprise okay. me. I mean, I know gay people... Th- I guess I don't I don't know a lot of them, but none of the gay guys I know give a crap about any of that. No, I know, I know, because the gay I mean, guys you know are GLers. The ones that are married call each other husband, mm-hmm. and it's just as simple as can be. It's they're really overcomplicating hey, pal, things. How you doing? But down the road here, <laughs> or battle you... axe, the old battle axe I marry. You know, it's. But what about when it comes to security? When you're filling out a passport. Why is Kenny here two days in a row? (laughs) I don't know. Happy New Year. That's thrilling. Yeah, and is that your, you drove the pickup, right, today? Yeah. It's parked right out there. The thing's a mess, and it says on the back gate, Forest Lake Girls Only. I don't know. Does it really? I don't. I, Does I it figured really? that was yours. I love me you, the Forest Lake Girls. How'd you get that bumper might we, sticker? Uh, might we take a break, please? Already? Ah, uh, yes, we can do that. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. I have a thought. Uh, getting back to the uh, president's speech on uh, the need, what he believes the need is, is for a wall. Uh, he did say one thing last night that made me chuckle. What was that? He said, it's so simple now. They come in, they drive in, they take a left. And I thought to myself, eh, <laughs> if they take a left, you're going to end up in the ocean. You know, they uh, drive right, right into the Pacific right. if they take a left. So, But I got to thinking, when I go for a walk on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life, I always see these yards that have the invisible fence. Right, for the dogs. For the yeah. dog. Yeah. I'm not yeah. likening people to dogs. I'm, I'm building up to a point. Okay. Okay. Uh, technology certainly must exist that could be as useful as a wall. Is that a fair proposition, I wonder? Uh, something along the lines of the invisible fence. Like my mother has at her at the end of her driveway, some little box that when anybody drives into the driveway, an alarm goes off in the house. Something, yeah. The problem with that is critters set it off. Yeah. It's like... A lot of false alarms. Yeah. Well, 
It's like your motion detector lights. The, the deer keep it on all night long. And I didn't understand the president. Can you clarify a little bit, though, just so we don't get any reaction on your thoughts on the electrical fence? I'm not saying we... people should be wearing shock collars. There we okay. go. There I'm there not, we I'm, go. Okay. I'm saying that, that the technology must exist in some invisible way using God knows what uh, to alert uh, border security uh, to people where they shouldn't be. And then those people are confronted and put in the right place. Maybe that, I, that doorbell app. Yeah, doorbell. Ring? Yeah, yeah, whatever it is, we'll put up cameras and a speaker, and it's like, hey, uh, hey, 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 you turn <laughs> around and march back the other no, way, my friend. No. The other thing I was wondering is, what, what, why was he offering concrete? He's offering steel instead of concrete. I don't think that's the problem, what it's made of. I, I don't. I was puzzled as to how he thought that might fly. Okay, we'll go steel. Right. I, I didn't understand that either. Cheaper, I think, was the, 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 the Mysterians are hiding behind the fact that, that uh, we're, we're a welcoming country and there shouldn't be a wall and, and, and what have you. And I, I think we should let in as many uh, legal applicants as possible uh, who are only mm-hmm. here to— uh, to work and raise a family, and uh, what happens too if they take your advice on the Berlin Wall? They just walk around it. <laughs> That's true, right? I but really got that, that screwed that up. Go out of town. Huh? Uh, yeah, just, <laughs> why didn't they just drive around? Just drive around it. Here we go. I forgot that West Berlin was entirely yeah. in East Berlin. Yep. Right. Well, but I've been straightened out. I've been there a number of times now, and I got it all figured out. <laughs> yes. Windmilling alert. What do you got? Jeff Givens writes, Joe, as I read this article, all I could do was giggle at the thought of the climate peeps and what they would do with this. This is amazing. This truly is. A, this is amazing. Apparently, there's. this is from a, uh, a, uh, a site called Suggest a Tech. Uh, there are turbines now that create energy from traffic. How? They install median wind turbines make the most of the continuous airflow generated from everyday traffic. As the flow of cars moves across the highway, they create a wind mechanism that is lost on the typical roadway. Installing turbines in the median between moving cars oh my God, harnesses no. the wind and increases the use of clean, efficient energy. And completely guarantees decapitation. No, no, they're, they're not, they're not uh, windmills. There, there's the, some. They're an enclosed turbine, if that, if that's okay, possible. Okay, so they, like a jet engine, they would, they would catch the air. They're that's, catching the air as the bus zooms by. Okay, and it's spinning it into energy. <laughs> All right, isn't that great? Oh, it's a great idea. How much is it going to cost? I have me? no idea. Couple that's trillion. Better not cross. That's cost prohibitive. I have no idea. Uh, and now that I printed the story out, I realize that uh, it it shorted me. I I don't. Uh, I can't explain to you. The 2019. Uh, the. Uh, <laughs> What's uh, all this is from 2014. Uh, no, I'm kidding. No, it's, from okay. it's from today. <laughs> it's from today. 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 All right. Uh, Ryan writes, because politicians, especially Joe Biden, never used such language before Trump. All Trump does is cause the Dems to show their true colors. Did you catch the op-ed in the Washington Post justifying and distinguishing Tlaib's language? Wouldn't it be nice if there were universal condemnation of such language? But the truth is, most younger people find this way of talking perfectly acceptable. I hear it all the time at my Fortune 500 company. Very sad, and I'm not even that old. Glad to have you back. Sincerely, Ryan. You know, now that he mentions this, I, I hear I hear crass language no matter where you are. On airplanes, yes. whatever. It's yes. just... Yeah. Is, that horse has left the barn it, it, as our uh, as the decline of moral and ethical integrity takes a greater hold. Is this a reference to the what was it? Throw the MF or out yeah. or something? Oh, like we're going that? to impeach the uh, uh, right M right. person. Right. 
Uh, well, the only thing I have to say about it is broadcast standards make you think a little bit more, and saying bosoms is a lot more fun than saying the T word. Right. right. You know, be creative. Well, that's... I, I didn't need broadcast standards to watch my language in public. Right. Well, the rule is always talk like your mom is around or you're in the presence of a I, preacher. And I can't say that I've been entirely faithful to that. I've oh, had no, my you slips. Curse. like a sailor. Right. right. You've but got it's awful, with you guys. Right. Yeah. Right. I always talk like your mom's around. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's mean. <laughs> and that guy, uh, no, I won't. No, yeah, no, don't, don't. <laughs> keep that, keep that. I seen a deer on the way. I seen a deer. <laughs> It's terrible when we all five hang around together. I know. We got way too much time now. You should see the studio they're building. That is so cool. We got to do a video. 65-inch televisions. I kept telling them, I have the TV on four times a year. Right? Wait a minute. Golf. Yeah, did they bring the TVs in? Oh, they're yeah. Pulled, they're yeah. hanging them. Are you kidding? It's the extraordinary. Is, Such, the problem is that we're all going to be in the same room. I know. It's There's, never been done before. No, and that's going to drive you crazy. Wait till I just stare right at we you. We can't talk about him in the third... Well, with, not even him knowing. Turn, saying, off, turn watch, off all our microphones and talk right. about him like watch we normally this. do. You know when I do that stuff? I know. Watch, watch what I do here. And then he falls right into the uh, My the favorite hole. is when we were in the middle of a commercial break and you'd give him the old standby and then point at him. <laughs> and we're still in a commercial break and he cracks his mic and starts talking. <laughs> oh, you're so easy, go. Joe. You're so easy. Barry writes freshman representative Rashida Klaib. <laughs> who last week made expletive-laced remarks about impeaching President Trump, characterized the comments Tuesday as a distraction, which she reasoned was the only cause for apology. I understand I am a member of Congress, and I don't want anything that I do or say to distract us. And that's the only thing I will apologize for, is that it was a distraction. So, okay, that's a non-apology apology. Right. She needs to do what I did when I was doing traffic. I printed out a sheet. It was actually three pages of all the Three Stooges Mo Howard insults. <laughs> and you just go down the list and start calling people chucklehead. And, and it's a lot hey, of fun. Dummy. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. And that's true. He did do that. We all saw it hanging there. Used it all the time. Right. Fun. I'll never forget this time I saw the Three Stooges in an airport in Milwaukee. They were road hard and put away wet. Wow, did they do it? They were looking bad. Were they doing a bit for a dollar? So well, hey, they were uh, probably in town at some cabaret, thing, you know. flying out, and Ugh. they looked a little haggard. Were they up at the bar? No, just sitting in chairs, just Ooh. waiting to fly out. And... They didn't even get the elite zone or anything like that. Well, I'm not sure they had that back in the mid '60s. Oh, okay, you know, late '60s, whenever probably that was. not. Those '60s Three Stooges. Uh, oh, Joe, Joe Besser. No, no, Joe Besser wasn't. Well, in the new Laurel and Hardy movie, I think it's called Stan and Ollie. Yeah. I, I guess what we do is we, we pick them up in about 1953 or 54. Yeah. When they're trying to hang on and make a living. They, they just weren't funny. No, Kenny, you're no, wrong. Here we go. No, we no go. don't say that. They were, they no, were they, 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 had a marathon. they had a marathon on a couple of nights ago. Brilliant I, stuff. I, Brilliant. I did not laugh once. Well, you're like a woman. You didn't they see don't a like move it the piano? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the piano one. That's not called funny. the music Oh, my God. That's not funny. Uh, saps at sea, and or, or when have he's, another meatball, Dizzy. Which is the one when he comes back when he's sitting in the chair oh. and he can't sit in the chair right, so he puts his leg back like this, and, and then Ollie carries him around. He thinks he lost his leg. And that's the movie where Stan says, "Remember how dumb I used to be?" Right. And Ollie well, says, I'm "Yes." And he says, "Well, I'm better now. I'm <laughs> better Whoops. now." <laughs> what was that one called? Oh, that's a, just Blockheads. 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 Yeah. And, Blockheads uh, way out west. Chumps at Oxford. 
Mm. The dance scene in Way Out West is one of the most charming pieces of film ever. Oh, it really? Yes. Yes. Dancing, How do you compare wonderful. those two against the uh, who's on Abbott first? Costello? No comparison. No comparison. They had one one bit. If who's on first? That's no funny. comparison. Laurel and Hardy were geniuses, just geniuses. And they aren't any Jeff Dunham's either. <laughs> I mean, the puppet tells the joke. And that's funny. I haven't seen a movie in a long time, but I intend to see that. The Stan and Ollie one? Yeah, I'll probably have to go by myself. What about the mule? What about the mule? Have you seen that? Is that the Eastwood That's thing? That's yeah, Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Oh, I've not seen that. No, okay. that looks grim. Yeah. All right, can I try something here? Oh, God. Pledge your allegiance to the king or die. <laughs> Who's that? I don't know. It just sounds like a good, like something from Game of Thrones. God. Pledge your allegiance to the king or die. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> well, that was considered blurting, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I asked. What, what, was, the little, asked, what was the little coaching session we had about, before? No, I asked for permission. Can I try something? Uh, well, that's true. He did. He did, did anybody permission. say yes? What though? a bit. <laughs> may we have a, a uh, may no. we have a new segment with John Height? Sure. Joe Souchere here for Federated Insurance. I'm not a math guy, but here are a couple of numbers that should get your attention. 2,440,000 injured and 35,092 dead. Those are National Safety Council vehicle numbers from 2015. Federated Insurance reminds us that these are much more than statistics. These are family members, friends, and neighbors. Distracted driving continues to be an epidemic, but unfortunately, it's not the only factor in vehicle crashes. It could be this way. A driver is running late, making a delivery, and is speeding. When traffic came to a halt from road construction, the driver can't stop in time and strikes the rear of another vehicle, causing a four-car chain reaction and multiple serious injuries. Ask yourself, do you accelerate when a traffic light turns yellow? Do you decrease your speed during bad weather or in road construction zones? Do you make a full stop at stop signs? The National Safety Council reports nearly one-third of traffic fatalities occurred in speed-related crashes. Think about that and don't become a statistic. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it's their business to protect yours. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. See, before we get to Johnny, I've been keeping with this with me since Friday. It was a, a piece in the... That's a lovely piece of music. Is that Dylan? That is Dylan. Dylan Hayes. Playing everything. Bass, guitars, drums. What a, a show time. off. What a show off. I've been keeping this with me since Friday. It was the uh, play story on the uh, metro section of the Star Tribune. Dems plan bills to increase voter turnout. And I read this and I had some thoughts. Uh, Democratic legislators are pushing a package of election proposals aimed at increasing voter turnout across Minnesota. Why? If you're so uninterested... Why should there be some official push to get you interested? What, What's your problem? What bills could they possibly well, concoct? Hear. The menu of proposals unveiled uh, last Thursday by Minnesota Secretary of State Steve Simon includes granting voting rights to felons who have been released from prison. I'm oh. not sure I have a problem with that, by the way, uh, mm. except if you're, if you're a murderer. Well, would you even be released if you're a murderer? Uh, if you're in there for a two-bit drug conviction and right, you've right. amended your soul, why don't you get the vote? What the hell? Uh, adopting automatic voter registration and potentially requiring that Minnesotans vote by mail in next year's presidential primary. 
Why? Why vote by mail? You can't get your ass to the polling place. Don't vote. Which is probably within three blocks of your house somewhere. It's across the street. Right. Such proposals have emerged as popular among Democrats looking to increase participation. Why? Particularly among traditionally disenfranchised communities and flashpoints in the national debate over voting rights and election integrity. Simon and DFL legislators framed the package, which also included funding for election security and changes to the 2020 primary rules as necessary for boosting Minnesota's high voter registration and participation rates even higher. Why? Well, they're presuming this is going to help their party. That's why. Here's the quote. For far too long, too many Minnesotans have been left out of this process, said Representative Raymond Dean, Democrat Minneapolis, who will chair the House Subcommittee on Elections. The more people we include, while at the same time keeping the integrity of the system in place, is something that will benefit us all. No, it won't. I called Dean's office this morning at 9 a.m. No one has had the courtesy to return my call. And and we are a bit handcuffed by these mysterians refusing to come on with us because they don't want to deal with hardball questions. Right. And the question I want to ask this guy is, Who's disenfranchised? And doesn't it stand to reason, if you're going to go out and round up all of these ill-informed, uninterested people who it would logically follow, will then cast uninformed votes, doesn't that disenfranchise me as an informed voter? Right. I'd rather have those people not vote. I'm telling you, we've been on to this on this show for quite some time. There is chicanery afoot here with this constant constant expansion of of voting under the guise of there being people who have been deprived, apparently, of voting, according to the liberal viewpoint, which is B as in B, S as in S. And this guy won't come on and tell me, who is it that's disenfranchised? Who who doesn't know you can vote? Show me the list. Where'd you get the list? And how do you find these people that are, how do you know that there's that many? Election Day always falls during deer hunting. I have a hard time leaving the woods. That's my excuse. I don't care if you vote or not. (laughs) In fact, you rest my case. You're aware of it. You choose not to participate. That's your problem. I would take advantage of this mail-in thing. Um, And the reason I didn't vote ahead of time is... Isn't you got to go downtown or some stupid place, Franklin and Chicago? God, I'm not, God I'm not, you're playing right into their hands. I know I am. I'm not doing <laughs> you're, that. You're, you're completely ruining everything I just no, said. No, I'm not ruining it. I'm just, you know. I'm, who has I'm who who interest. has been disenfranchised? I don't feel disenfranchised because, like you said, it's my own choice. If you know, you, eighty years ago, there were a lot of disenfranchised people. There's no more disenfranchised people. Everybody can get there. They've made it easy. In the in the poor neighborhoods, the poorest of the poor. You think you vote. think I'm hardcore? I know guys who want to go back to you can only vote if you own property. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not that far. Okay, GLers, I haven't gotten back. that far yet. Oh, wow. But I am a stickler on this oh. opposition to early voting. If there's something wrong, there's something ideologically wrong with it. And, and and this for this den guy to run around and say for too long, too many people have not been part of the process. The hell with them. They don't want to be. Right. They're, Why is that my problem? But it's not even an extra effort. There really is no effort to vote. You can vote that day or you can fill out an absentee ballot. Oh, we've ruined one of the great civic occasions in this in this culture, and that's getting to the polling place and uh, liberals uh, are, are making it uh, so complicated uh, 
to think that they want to go and round up people who don't give a bleep, uh, are completely uninterested. Uh, what what did they hope to gain from that? I guess they hope to gain control of power, to keep power. They assume the people are going to vote for their party. Yeah, well, so I'm disenfranchised by that. I make informed decisions. I look at the facts. I go to the poll. I'm responsible. And and this these characters like Raymond Dean are going to, uh, they'll take a ballot to somebody in their pajamas and stand there while they fill it out, and they'll run it downtown for them. The hell with that. B as in B, S as in S. Here's John Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that, is that an introduction? No. I think so. It wasn't aimed at me. I no, hope. not. Yeah. Oh, good. If I own three properties, can I vote three times? I think you should be able to vote, vote early. <laughs> like vote Patrick, often. yeah. Go around the city, the county, and vote in different places where you used to live. <laughs> Minnesota Governor Tim Walz signing his first executive order Wednesday. This order establishes the One Minnesota Council on Diversity, Inclusion, and Equity. It will reportedly expand... <laughs> Well, reportedly expand upon a council formed by former Governor Mark Dayton in an effort to include individuals from different backgrounds throughout the state. According to a press release from Walls' office, the order he plans to sign is expected to further the council's mission, quote, expanding its scope to address geographic diversity as well as important considerations around equity in Minnesota. What does that mean, John? You're the I, newsman. You interpret that for that me. It doesn't mean I, I know what... This gobbledygook He's means. just reporting the news. <laughs> the order will establish the One Minnesota Council One Minnesota. on Diversity, Inclusion, and Equity. That's right. And it'll further the council's mission, quote, expanding its scope to address geographic diversity as well as important <laughs> considerations <laughs> around diversity. equity in Minnesota. God. Expanding its scope to address geographic diversity as well as important considerations around equity in Minnesota. Well, when you uh, are dealing with equity mm-hmm. in this fashion, you are dealing with it arbitrarily. Uh, this is this is Mysterians wishing to assign equity, uh, a, a kind of a shadow of the failed mm-hmm. academy. Uh, I'm going to link this to uh, the uh, five-class uh, basketball. Is, it, is basketball now five-class? At least. And hockey's two. two the greatest hockey tournament in the country was ruined. Uh, and you know why? To accommodate geographical fate. In other words, because some kid was born in uh, uh, Bird Island Lake Lillian, right. uh, their yeah. hockey team, if they have one, probably would not have ever had a chance to make the hockey tournament. So to account for that, for the birth of that hockey player, his geographical fate, we had to take in uh, more, expand the hockey tournament. Isn't that the bold high school? I think it is Bird Island Lake Lillian or whatever. Olivia it is. D's. I, I just so. it's just a school yeah. example. Let's not break it down. Got it. My point being that uh, these equity types they they really love to uh, to, to trumpet this uh, equity. Which get walls on. I'd love to talk to. Them. Okay, we're all winners here, Joe. Mm-hmm. It almost sounds like remember Rook's intro to the uh, the bit about uh, you know spanning the globe. Yeah. Oh, there was a diversity <laughs> the, of sorts. Yeah, yeah, diversity of sorts. Diversity yeah. of sorts. What the hell is geographical diversity? That means my people in Douglas County are just as equal as you weasels. They have representation. In Ramsey. They have representation. Yeah, they take and go to the poll. They probably got better representation than I do close to the country's tallest buildings. Listen here. Don't scowl at me. I'm just. (laughs) They take and go. I just, yeah, yeah. They've seen a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I was just answering your question. 
Homicide suspect. I kind of like when you go after Kenny. I do too. It's fun. That's why he never shows up. Right, right, right. Homicide is suspected. Who's the- working the shift at the Krabby Coffee Shop these past That's two days? That's shut down. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's no more Krabby Coffee Shop. <laughs> Those cups are collector's items then, huh? They are. There is. Right. I'm, I'm continuing the franchise, believe me. It's been a gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have it. Well, too late I've seen now. Too late, yeah, too late uh, now. We got her. You know what? We could be making money with co- uh, coffee cups and T-shirts. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Homicide suspected. Well, the- can we take it over? Kenny, I've been getting letters from people in Ohio saying I'm coming to the Twin Cities in such and such a date. Where is this place exactly? Tell them to go to hell. Yeah. It doesn't exist. It's a dumb idea. It's Kenny will sell idea. them out of the back of his uh, truck bed that says Forest Lake Girls Only. Yeah. I got news for you. We could be making money on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Oopsie. Oopsie. <laughs> Somebody said it. Uh. Get West Walls on. <laughs> West Walls. Kim Walls. Yeah. Talk a little Kim. wild. Kim yep. Walls. Talk a little wild. Kim Walls. Hey, Hamas- is Doomba out? Yes. Yes. Yeah. For the season? No. Well, damn near. Months. He's right. got his arm in a sling. If they make the playoffs, he'd be lucky to return for the playoffs. Oh. Uh, pectoral muscle surgery. And was Did you it- see the Oklahoma Thunder guy who got knocked out oh, in midair yeah. and then hit the floor? Yeah. No. That was gruesome. Was Doomba's inter- injury that. caused by a fight? Yes. Oh, you dumb dumb. You know what I like about their road trip? They took the train from Ottawa to Montreal. The oh, boys. They get from Montreal to Boston. I think they also took the train. That's how the, the old team of six, the old league of six, got around by train. That's cool. Yeah. I'm look at, well, I will take the train. Break out on they the ran train. into Ricey in the bar car. <laughs> uh, why are you on the train? That's my bet. Yes. Homicide is suspected in the death of a man whose body was... Butte. That's what I'm thinking of. You guys are talking about this. I was on the freeway about a month ago, and I'm approaching a bus that's in the right lane, and this bus looks like it was made in 1961. Ooh. It is beat up and smoking and listing to one side. I get up next to it, and on the side printed, the Butte Bulldogs. Really? A hockey team. Really? Oh, I laid on the horn and yeah. gave them the thumbs yeah. up. It made my day. But wow. that bus, I guarantee you that bus didn't make it to Wisconsin. Boy, she was rough. <laughs> uh, Ottawa to Montreal via train is two hours. But I don't well, They'd be foolish to go by air. Well, they, they must not have taken it to Boston because that's a 21 hour trip. Maybe sure they did they fly. I'm yeah. sure they flew. Yeah. They were exhausted at the end of that road trip. They didn't mm-hmm. do a thing last night. No. Homicide suspected in the death of a man whose body was found over the weekend on a snowmobile trail in Hibbing, and two teenagers and a young man have been arrested in connection with the killing. A call to 911 about the body from a snowmobiler about 3 p.m. Sunday sent police and emergency medical personnel to the Masabi Trail east of Kerr. Officers confirmed the man was dead, identified him through fingerprints as 33-year-old Joshua Lavallee of nearby Aurora. Authorities have yet to address the circumstances leading to Lavallee's death. Three people, all from Hibbing, have been arrested. Two men ages 18 and 20 and a 17-year-old girl, according to the State Bureau. Criminal apprehension not charged yet and uh, no identities released. Serious question. Kenny, what was going on there? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at Butte. Oh. Butte uh, Never results. mind then. Go ahead, Johnny. Okay. What happened? Well, they you're found a snowmobile guy. Snowmobiler apparently was uh, found dead on the trail, and they've arrested three people. Oh, but they won't boy. give it. They won't give any details. Uh, there is a snowmobiler run over and killed this morning yeah, up north somewhere. Too. I saw that. 
President Trump urging congressional Democrats to fund his long-promised border wall in his televised address last night. The speech offered little in the way of concessions or new ideas to break the standoff that has left large areas of the government closed now for 19 days. Speaking to the nation from the Oval Office for the first time, the president argued that the wall was needed to resolve a security and humanitarian crisis, blaming illegal immigration for what he said was a scourge of drugs and violence in the U.S. Democrats, in response, accused Trump appealing to fear, not facts, and manufacturing a border crisis for his own political gain. House Dems probing allegations that the Trump presidential campaign worked with Russian operatives to win the election, plan to issue their first subpoena to Donald Trump Jr., according to a top Democratic lawmaker. Representative Jackie Speer, a key member of the House Intelligence Committee, asked Tuesday night about who would be served first by the panel as it reopens the investigation, said Donald Trump Jr. Democrats on the panel, headed by Chairman Adam Schiff, have long questioned a report written by the previous GOP majority on the affair and believe that those who testified in private, including the president's son, were not forthcoming. Mm. Four underage boys broke into a Houston-area CarMax lot on Sunday, and were caught on surveillance cameras playing bumper cars with real cars. Uh-oh. That oh. according to a Facebook page for a constable in Harris County, Texas, which includes Houston and some surrounding cities. The page belongs to Constable Mark Herman, and his post said four suspects arrested after breaking into the dealership, stealing some car keys, and crashing vehicles into other vehicles on the lot. In all, the post on his Facebook page said the suspects managed to crash into more than 20 vehicles, and cause about $800,000 worth of damage. The uh, photos from his post show Dodge Challenger Scat Pack with the front end ripped off, a Corvette C06 with scrape lines all the way down the side, a Ford Mustang that looks like it came from a car meet, a Porsche Boxster with a nasty hit to the front end, and other cars that look like they all got into a fight with each other, according to police, some faring better than others. Was that Boxster winterized already? It's Houston. Does it need to be? Nope. When deputies arrived, Herman's post said... You the could have started that one, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb... <laughs> Turn it off! Oh Turn God. it off! John, it might have been, been an explanation. Oh, yes, uh, That Joe. is a very telling story. Yes, yes, now think is. about that for a moment. We have gone in a declining culture from teens stealing cars mm-hmm. in the hopes of either owning Joy it or riding. selling it. Okay. To teen, I'm presuming they're teens, John. I, yes. Yep. To teens who have their hands on a vet, mm-hmm. a Boxster, a Mustang, a Charger, and all they can think of is to wreck them. Is to wreck them. That just breaks my heart. Isn't it? it what a telling, telling story. Mm-hmm. Now I'm that's not. True. I'm not suggesting. Let's get back to stealing cars. Well, I guess that's what it sounds <laughs> like, isn't saying? it? But I, I'm not suggesting I'm not suggesting that stealing the car would have been an act of morality, but it would have been an act of intelligence compared to what they did. No, it is because you're you're what you're describing is the loss of value. Oh my God! At least we'd understand it. I mean, yes. if you took it for a ride. As soon as you started this story, it reminded me of the story I saw on the news about uh, Shakopee and what went down over the weekend there. You guys hear about I, what this? about that? No. Shakopee Police Department offering a $500 reward to anyone that has information leading to arrest regarding vehicle vandalism that occurred. Listen to this, Joe. From Friday evening to Saturday afternoon, Shakopee officers received 33 calls regarding property damage to vehicles, 
all of their windows were shot out with what appears to be BB guns. Wow. Over 33. They just drove around for 24 hours just shooting windows out. Just amazing. Unbelievable. I was When our station was out in Maplewood, we were right next to— <laughs> You're not going to tell that story, are oh, you? Yeah. We were right next to the Porsche dealership. Right. And I got to know all the guys there before the show. I'd go over there and drool and look at cars. and Run the numbers. Run the numbers, right. which were way beyond my right. ability. Right. And uh, and one night, you could see, remember how great a view of that western horizon oh, yeah. you got out yeah. in Maplewood? You could see a storm coming from miles away. And there was quite literally a black wall cloud coming towards uh, Highway 61 and 36 there in Maplewood. And that, as that storm got closer... Uh, the staff of the Porsche dealership got into a frenzy, and they were tossing oh. keys to everybody. We got to get these cars indoors. They tossed me the keys to a brand new 911, and I calculated <laughs> I could have been in Ashland, Wisconsin, <laughs> by the time they would have known I was missing. Right. But I, I didn't, didn't get wet. I didn't. didn't get wet. I didn't. I didn't steal it. Uh, I, I brought it in, and I thought. Damn, I could be in Ashland, Wisconsin right now. <laughs> you, did, you, you didn't tell the story I thought you were going to tell. You should probably keep that one off the air. Mm. It involved you and Mr. Royce, and that's all I'm going to say. I, you'll have to refresh me off the air because I don't even know yeah, what you're talking about. Let's tell it on the air. No, I, I don't think – because you do – no, no, no. No, don't. Yeah, no, let's yeah, – Well, this... it wouldn't have anything to do with cars because Pat's not a car guy. Well – Well, you tell me later. Yeah. Tell me later. This uh, case in Houston, the four kids took off on foot, but police were able you to catch them. Remember how you two used to kill time in the back of the station before your show went on on Monday nights? Mm-hmm. And you remember Patrick's <laughs> vicious slice? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, so we hit a few golf balls in the swamp, okay? <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. He, he didn't. Well, I lined up whoops. improperly. Well, he has to line up north to hit itself. <laughs> Have a and boy, did he. I can still hear the bang now that you mentioned it. <laughs> you see an old fatty Elmer Fudd go running into the building, shrieking. <laughs> Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos announced Wednesday morning he and his wife, Mackenzie Bezos, are divorcing. Oh, what kind of settlement is right. that going to be? Happy birthday to me is what she's saying. Jeff tweeted, we feel incredibly lucky to have found each other and deeply grateful for every one of the years we've been married yeah, to each other. Yeah, yeah. He tweeted, if we had known we would separate after 25 years, we would still do it all again. Sure. Well, why are you splitting, you moron? According to the statement, the couple went through, quote, a long period of loving exploration and trial separation. He is Fog currently worth $137 billion. Actually, he's worth 160 Wow. Just went up. He's about to be worth 80 in, a, in October, <laughs> the Amazon chief and founder was named the wealthiest person on the planet. Forbes in October estimating net worth at $160 billion. What wow. do they, does it mention if they have children? It does not. Who cheated on Yeah, who, they have John? a son. Do they? I think they have a son. They have one child together. Yeah, together. Was there cheating involved? I, I don't we know. don't know, Kenny. We don't know the lurid details. Matt Lindbo. 19-year-old Eagle Scout from Redwood Falls earned his 137th merit badge, meaning he currently holds every badge possible, according to the Star Tribune. <laughs> Nerd. No, no. I think it's fantastic. About 300 kids have done this in 109 years. And he's not the kind of kid that's going to CarMax 
and going to smash no, up a Porsche. A, unless you get a merit badge for it. I got my <laughs> hiking. I got my hiking merit badge, which has involved us walking along the side of the highway and sticking out our thumb, <laughs> hitchhiking and getting rides. But you know how difficult Whoa. that task would be today, John, compared to our use. Huh. I mean, they they've got to get merit badges in in technology and computer science right. and uh-huh. God knows what these kids have to go through to get all of them. Technology well, his, and stuff. Right. His last badge was for woodworking. Got that Built just, a birdhouse. There, there. goes okay. a finger. Got two right. days shot. It was the 18th birthday. <laughs> he only didn't he wasn't he facing an, a time crunch too? Yes, he. Uh, you have to do it before you turn 18, and he did it just two days shy of his 18th birthday. We had to hike 100 miles in one week, and I think 90 of those miles were in the back seat of strangers' cars. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a lot of cheating going on. I never got to the Eagle Rank. I, I envied the people who do, and I congratulate them. Didn't somebody contact you uh, uh, the of the scout den you were in a couple years ago? Somebody got in touch with you and had some material on you as a Boy Scout. You want to come back? Oh, I think I think it, they were showing me uh, some documents. Here's the pup tent when you became a man. No. <laughs> <laughs> they were showing me some documents. Like he made a fire is what I'm saying. He made a fire. Oh, he made a fire. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was bad he did. Right. Oh, my God. I was very good at knots. Friction. I could tie all the knots. You could tie all the knots. Yeah, you, and that led to your uh, your marine uh, <laughs> nodding, right? Bowline. Bowling. Right. Bowling. Can you tell you bowling? I can name all the knots. I can name oh, all those knots. You got a granny, half hitch, you got a granny, you got a bowling, you got, you got a double granny. granny. <laughs> can you tie this into a knot? Uh, to uh, uh, your point, Joe. Not in your to, case, I couldn't. <laughs> you can't tie a thimble, my friend. Uh, to your point, Joe, his badges encompassed a variety of wilderness survival skills in addition to talents like digital technology, archery, farm mechanics, and genealogy. Good for him. <laughs> it started piling up shortly after we joined the Cub Scouts as a first grader. <laughs> By the time he turned 17, Limbo had collected 48 what badges. What happened to the lesson before the show? I don't know. What happened to it? Don't look at me. I'm going to give you the flash. You know what the flashlight check is? What? I look through one side a year. If I see light coming out the other side, you know I've that. proven my point. Well, I don't know why you're just talking to me. I'm not the only one here. Linbo occurs. I'm just one that sounds the best. Senior at Redwood Falls High School plans to attend Minnesota West Community and Technical College in the fall. You know, I would think getting all the merit. I'm, I'm not being facetious. No? I would think getting all the merit badges would get you a scholarship somewhere. I'm serious. Uh, colleges would be fighting for well, you. Well, I mean, he's settling. A... I, you know, not to diminish the school he's chosen, but you would think you could, you would think he could get some yes. traction with this at Stanford, for God's right. sakes, or uh, University of Minnesota, or North Dakota. Plus, it's a great pickup line with the ladies. Yeah. Right. Smart on the bus. No, how's the phrase go? Smart in school, dumb on the bus. Oh. Hot item at this year's Consumer Electronics Show. Well, congratulations to that young man. Yes, yes absolutely. that is quite a feat for real. Here, here. Odd item at this year's Consumer Electronics Show, a modular TV. I don't know what that means. Let me explain. Multiple screens, each about the size of a picture frame. No. They're all attached to each other as you hang them on the wall. So the point of all this, you can make your television as big or as small. Don't you have lines? As you want. Aren't there lines? Yeah, but I think you can get over that. Remember, the down, downtown Minneapolis Dayton's had that big, huge. Yeah, there was lines. like thirty TVs. Yeah, there was you, lines. Yeah, you'd have lines in between. Like wavy was, lines. The first no, one, like that's a boob. No, <laughs> that was Spectrum. Oh, Chris, yeah. Chris, be quiet for a while. First, Sorry. 
for a while. Yeah. Sit the next couple but, of plays out, my friend. The first one's made by Samsung. A reviewer for the Wall Street Journal says they look fantastic. The colors, he said, are deeper. The contrast, better. Uh, all of that, uh, it was. Bec- I read the story uh, because of electronic reasons. I didn't understand. I also no word yet on what these televisions may end up costing. You know, we joke about the million-dollar ideas, and they've all been done. Yeah. But, the, mm-hmm. but there are many million-dollar ideas that continue to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. I saw one in the Daily Mail. Maybe it was today. Okay. Somebody, this is, And I think this was fantastic. A guy invented a carry-on luggage bag. Okay. No bigger than the current carry-on luggage bags. You know, the wheeled yeah, kind you yeah. drag and they fit in the right. overhead, overhead bin. But when you open it, when you open it, when you get to your destination, and presumably when you're packing it, it opens up into shelves. So so there's your drawers on one layer, and there's your socks, and there's your golf shirts, and there's your pants, and there's your shorts right That's there. Clever. And then you close it up like an accordion, and you wheel it onto the plane. Oh, oh. That was brilliant. So- Give me up. What are we saving though? The step that you might not have access to a dresser drawer, or uh, yeah, that that, to... that and the neatness of rummaging through your carry-on when you True. get to your destination. Okay. Where'd I put that T-shirt? Sure, and, like I, thought, I thought it was brilliant. I think it's a good idea. You know, so he got over the year nuts hump, and he's selling them for. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, oh. I didn't read the story. I just like the pictures. Gotcha. I didn't, I didn't understand a <laughs> thing about. That's a lot it. for you, doesn't it? That, that does. Just Thank you very pictures. much. Thank you. GarageLogic.com is where you need to go to find out more about the GarageLogic podcast. Greg Holcomb's Creations, What's on Joe's Bookshelf. And we also want to remind you to slip over to Apple iTunes to rate us more GarageLogic podcast version one click away. I got the sweet pipes, baby, so I'm begging you, begging you to love us. Love us on Apple iTunes. Barry White saying... All the love I have is for you. Ain't that right? The love. I love you. I love myself too. I love me some Barry. Barry White. Now this music is about to end. And so will my velvety pipes. Okay, darling. We done here. All the love to you.